Sin, Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land, the House of Sin and Studio Stand On, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. Initiating startup sequence. You're listening to the Loud and Queer podcast, Australia's only national radio show by and for queer youth. Listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. This is the first show of season one, first show of 2019, uh, and yeah, we're just we're just gonna get right into it. I am Sammy, joined with um, Amy, and I'm Chris, and uh, we have a pretty good show coming up today. New hosts, new new things to talk about. It's all coming up. Uh, we're going to be doing the news as usual, froth or not, as usual, the end of the show. And in between, we're going to be talking about queer music, our favourite albums of 2018 from queer artists, and what we're looking forward to. Um, and yeah, so we're going to throw to a song now. Um, KT Spit, Rush. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. Due to some confusing, boring legal stuff, Sin can't podcast any of the knee-slapping tracks that are played on air. To dance along with us in the studio, you'll need to listen live. Tune your digital radio or stream it online at sin.org.au. You listen to Loud and Queer. You just heard Katie spit with the song Rush. Now we're going to head into the news whip around. So, did anyone want to start? Uh... Yeah, I'll jump in. I'll jump ahead. I feel like my story is probably the lightest that I brought to the table. It's just about just about the the clubbing drama of Melbourne. Um, just to just to give an idea as well, just because we are it is the the new show, the new season. Uh, I am Sammy. I am eighteen. My pronouns are he, him, and my sexual orientation is is demisexual, um, but queer generally. It's changing. It's fluid. Um, so yeah, content warning, body image for this story. Uh, we it, it is. Yeah, loosely about kind of body image and, and photographers being selective and, and exclusive. So uh, Poof Doof, uh, which, like commonly referred to as Doof, which is what I'm going to call it, uh, have apologised after a seven-year-old photo brief surfaced online. Uh, the brief had some pretty wild instructions, kind of telling photographers to exclude certain body types and all women from their uh, power poof photos, which is like the, the featured clubbers of the night, I guess. And uh, to quote from the brief, uh, photos are only to be taken of boys with muscles, big ones, the kind of muscles that come about after spending at least five sessions a week at the gym. Um, yeah, frequent doofers and self-proclaimed power poof rejects were quick to criticize the old brief with memes out promptly after the leak, mostly making fun of the, uh, the club's initial attempts of damage control, which was like really kind of sad apologies and um, just, just not much to change. Uh, bartenders also kind of got in with the fun, dressing up in outfits that were, were considered rejects and then uh to to end the story the club did share an updated inclusive brief and reminded everyone that uh that club welcomes the entire queer spectrum and yeah that's the story pretty much yeah that's such a bizarre story because I don't know I, I don't know about you guys but I feel like when I go out with my friends like to a gay club or any kind of queer space our sole purpose of going isn't really to like hook up we're kind of just going to hang out with our friends in a safe space so I find that really funny. Yeah, it's it is. Crazy. It's um it's funny and especially like now with clubbing and kind of everyone kind of playing the social media game. It's like some people do see it as a really important thing to be like shared by the, uh, the actual clubs like Facebook page or social media page. Um so yeah, to find out that they like well this is a 7-year-old brief so they hadn't ha- they haven't been doing this the whole time. They they've slowly changed, but yeah, it, it's just pretty funny to see 
who they are they are trying to preference and, and showcase online yeah so then um so i'll introduce myself now my name is amy 19 pronouns they she and identifies bisexual and so another new thing that happened was when anna winter came to australia for the tennis and kind of called out that australian has a backwards views on lgbt issues and also brought back the old argument of renaming margaret Corderina. and yeah that had a lot of media coverage in the news and a lot of people had a lot of backlash over her comments as she was an international person and i'm like if someone who's international is talking about another country's issues it's got to be pretty big if someone else is seeing it yeah and, it, and it's not like she was critiquing like small like cultural nuances and stuff like she was she was calling out the prime minister over yeah. comments he had like very publicly made to the world so yeah. very fair i feel yeah yeah so for my new story um a bit of a content warning this is touching on mental health a bit um so as we expected a recent study confirmed that the postal survey for same-sex marriage damaged the mental health of australian lgbtqia plus people so the new research found that it led to increased depression, anxiety and stress. And this was through a study that assessed the mental health of 1,305 Australians who identified as gay, lesbian or bi. And the research found that increased exposure to hom the homophobic campaign and media messages were related to increased levels of depression, stress and anxiety. But they did also find some factors that can be of assistance, for example, friends and family played a huge role for people and actually reduced and even sometimes offset the harm caused by the negative feedback. And in response to that, the Just Equal spokesperson, Rodney Croom, suggested all political parties should rule out subjecting the equal rights of LGBTQIA plus people to a public vote, suggesting that instead it should be resolved by a free vote on the parliament floor, which... I don't know, it seems kind of weird to have to vote for civil rights in general, in my opinion. I think it should just be a given, but unfortunately it's not. Very true. Yeah, I mean, like, it's great that the study is out and, like, we know for sure, but I feel like it was, it was a pretty no-brainer. Like, people were warning the, the comment, like, circa 2016, 2017, that, that a plebiscite or a postal survey or whatever you want to call it was going to be very harmful because it was going to open a public debate that... Yeah, some people just w weren't ready for or, or shouldn't have to endure. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's about that. <laughs> yeah. That's been the news on, on Loud and Queer. Uh, you are listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. We are going to throw to a song by King Princess. But before that, if you're, if you're sitting around, you've got your phone, you've got Instagram, Twitter, chuck us a follow, at Sin Loud on both. We do some great things. Our producer, Danny, uh, is always pumping those with fresh content for you. Uh, now, this is a song. It's King Princess I Know featuring Fiona Apple. Did you know we have a Facebook group? Find us on Facebook in the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. My name's Chris, and you just heard Lucy's by Girlpool from their new album, What Chaos is Imaginary? And before that, we heard King Princess, I Know, featuring Fiona Apple. So both of those songs just came out about this week. Really good time for queer artists right now. I was wondering what everyone's favourite queer songs of the last year was and what are you looking forward to in 2019? 
Last year, I was really into Horsey and Alex, the astronaut. Nice. A lot. <laughs> big year for Alex last year, I feel. Big year for Alex yeah, last year, I feel. big year for her. It was amazing. But yeah, I went to both their concerts when they had one on in Melbourne. And it was absolutely amazing. And I just remember Alex, the astronaut, when she played her song, Not With Hiding, I cried. Just the whole time. I was just so emotional. It was just amazing. Like, I still remember listening to that song, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. It was being played on the radio just for the first time before going to school. And I was like, wow. Like, it got me, like, right in the feels <laughs> just before going to school. So, like, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, like, hearing any new stuff from her. Yeah, do year, definitely. Yeah, hopefully hopefully we get, like, an EP, yes. maybe even an album. Please, Alex. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, look, I, I wrote a very big list. I got really excited for this segment. Um, so I'm just going to go straight ahead with my album of the year last year. It is uh, it is a queer person, and it, it is my album of the year regardless. So there we go. It's a gentleman named Dirty Computer. Nice. Which, if you did listen to the show last year, should be no surprise to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't know. What, what can you say about perfection? Um, and, you know, there's even an amazing, like, visual accompaniment to it that's just up on YouTube for free for everyone to watch. It's just amazing, yeah. Um, I don't blame you. I love her. Who doesn't, really? Yeah, it's just... Man, it's just... I, I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, does anyone else... Any other albums from last year that people really were really feeling? Um, yeah, I discovered this London-based punk band last year called The Menstrual Cramps. Great name. And they released um, a new album called Free Bleeding. <laughs> so you can imagine what the content of their songs are. Very political, very feminist, very queer positive, and dropping some good truth bombs. I really enjoyed their album. And upcoming... I mean, we just heard a song featuring Fiona Apple. Fingers crossed she releases a new album this year because she is my fave, a true bicon, and I'm <laughs> holding out that she will. Yeah, for sure. Um, do we want to, like, maybe we can just, like, go back and forth? Do we want to talk about maybe some, like, artists we're hoping release music this year or just albums we do know are coming out and looking forward to? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll kick it off. Uh, Montaigne is touring this year. Uh, she released a single last year called For Your Love, which was really cool. She would kind of hadn't released anything in a while, so I was uh, really excited about it. The single's really good. It's, like, just super experimental for Montaigne. And, um, I like, on socials it looks like she's just really getting into, like, finding herself as an artist. So I'm really hoping we get, like, an album or even an EP this year and just more touring. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Horsey's new album that's coming out. And I know she's in the process of writing at the moment, so I'm really keen for that because her last album that came out, it was a lot. It was like a bisexual love story, which I loved so much. It was so good. But, yeah, so I'm hoping for a new album to come out and hopefully that's got a lot of different themes in it. Yeah, well, awesome. When did, when did the last album come out? Last year, sometime, I think. I can't, mm. I can't remember much. So yeah, that, that'd be a pretty <laughs> that'd be a pretty quick turnaround if it came out this year. But yeah, I think who knows? She's done writing it this year, so I think it's hoping next year it's gonna come out. Oh, dope! Yeah, I'm really hoping. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, who else? Man, Angel Hayes. Uh, she is kind of always. If you don't know Angel Hayes, she's like a New York, uh, Chicago rapper. She kind of moves around a lot. Um, she hasn't released anything in a while, especially like an album. But she did put out one single last year, and uh, is is 
become very active on socials. So I'm really hoping we get more music from her. She uh, she always just has like she's like just one of those straight bars rappers. Um, she talks a lot about like um, dealing with issues like domestic violence and homophobia in her community, and just you know like all really important stuff. So I'm hoping she makes a comeback. That's cool. I need to check her out. Yeah, no, it's really good. She, anyone like. I have a lot of friends who are in hip hop, but not necessarily like queer hip hop. Um, so, but Angel Hayes is always someone I can just like show them like, hey, you like someone who is hype and has really good bars. Check out Angel Hayes. And yeah, haven't found a person that didn't like her yet. Nice. I'm also looking forward to um, Soko, who's a French kind of goth pop artist. I'm hoping she will release a new album this year because she's been teasing it on Instagram for a while. So yeah, another one is crossed. Hopefully won't be disappointed. I don't think we will be because she's amazing. Yeah. Um, cool. I'm going to go back now to 2018 and talk a bit about some other albums that I really loved. Uh, the internet released Hive Mind, finally. And, oh, my God, can R&B get any better? Everyone. It's just, did did y'all listen to Hive Mind? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Courtney Barnett released an album last year yeah. as well. Yes. She's so good. I, I don't listen to a lot of her stuff, but when I hear, do hear it, it's so good. She's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, um, especially because it's been a while since her, her last, last album, um, so I feel like people are kind of forgetting just how much of an amazing songwriter she is. Because, yeah. like, you know, she was like, people were like, oh, yeah, Courtney Barnett, she's probably, like, the best songwriter in the country. Um, and then... Yeah, she just, it took a while to get the album out, so people kind of forgot and moved on. But uh, she really came back and is uh, continuing to kill it in 2019 with a lot of touring and hopefully some more music. I know Milk Records is really like picking it up and pushing it out, which is her record label for listeners who aren't aware. And they're releasing a lot of free music, so I'm, I'm confident. Yeah. That's cool. Hopefully also, I mean, speaking of Courtney Barnett, Jen Cloa. Yeah. Love her. I yeah. loved her uh, live EP last year. Yeah, it's very good. She's fantastic. Yeah, well, I mean, we talked about a lot of music just then, and I think it's fair we only listen to some new music now. Uh, just a reminder as well, while we're in the music talks, we do have a Spotify playlist on Spotify. Where else would it be? Um, it's just the Loud and Queer Internet Mixtape 2019. Uh, so yeah, now here's a song. It is Alex the Astronaut with Happy Song. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. I'm Sammy. That song you just heard was Gotta Go by Kelso, a little indie outfit from Melbourne. Uh, You also heard Summer Flake, Wine Won't Wash Away, and Alex the Astronaut, Happy Song. We're we're in in the froth or not now. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, who wants to kick it off? Okay, I will. Um, Yeah, I actually have um, a questionable, maybe a bit of a not on in my opinion, today. I don't know if you guys heard um, for the Query Awards, Ariana Grande yes, I heard received <laughs> the award for, what was it, Best Queer Song or something? Yeah, Best Queer Song, I think. For what? Thank You, Next. Okay, I missed this. Like that. That's insane. It like, happened yesterday, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. It? Yeah, it was only yesterday. And it was for the song Thank You, Next, yep. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Which is a, a song about it's all of song, the hetero relationships that she's I think had. It's so- I've never heard it. I think it's a song about her talking about all her past relationships with all her boyfriends. Yeah. Yep. And everyone was like, why is there a song about like 
This is straight. We'll talk about all her like ex-boyfriends as a song that represents queer people. Like, especially yeah. in a year when Sammy, like you said, Janelle Monae, like it's... brought out so many bangers, and yeah. this is what they chose. I mean, there's a lot of other songs and artists out there, but like, yup, that happens. Yeah, that's that's insane. Look, no shade to Ariana. I mean, she's doing her thing. She's doing a good job, but like, that's not her lane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't nominate anyway. Yeah. Wow, that's that's mind-blowing. But on a positive note, something I have been frothing over, we played a song earlier by Girl Pool, Lucy's, and I mentioned that their new album, What Chaos Is Imaginary, came out just this past few days ago. And that album is really great. I highly recommend it. It's a really interesting story about that band because they were already established, two best friends, Cleo and Harmony, and they kind of had like the signature sound of high-pitched vocals, and this is their first album since Cleo came out as trans and started hormone replacement therapy. So it's a very different sound from them, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, my sister's really into them as well, so I definitely should check up and see what she feels about the album because, yeah, it very much stuck up on me, that one. But do love them. Great album. Amy? Um, I don't really know if this counts, but I got excited <laughs> about, like... Um, there's a TV show on Netflix called Sex Education, and it's got a lot of queer rep- representation in it, which is really, which I really enjoyed a lot. And so, and they just announced a season two, so I'm super excited for that to happen. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah I watched like the first five minutes of that. Really liked it, but just like got busy and had to go. But um, <laughs> yeah. no, it seems really good. I'm keen to finish yeah. it. A lot of people are saying it's like, um, like not low budget, but just like. Netflix version of Skins. It, it is. It yeah. really is. Like, it's so. But like, it's so good though because there's a lot of stuff in it that I didn't know, just from school and just being in like real world, the real world, and like, just not knowing about things and just finding out stuff on the show, which I really enjoyed. And just some of the actors in it, just yes, to all of them who are in it. Yeah, so, awesome. Sounds good. Check it out. And there yeah. is there are like queer characters in that. Yeah, there are queer characters. There's, there's a gay character in it. There's a lesbian couple in it. That's really good. There's a, someone who's like, I wouldn't say questioning, but like they're really closeted in the show. Yeah, nice. In the shows. Yeah, from the first like five minutes I watched and it felt very like authentic as well, like not tokenistic, yeah, yeah. like the yeah. the character's like gay best friend. Yeah, it's like, really real and it kind of like it shows a lot of issues as well and touches on, like it talks about a lot of issues like really well as well that's really important in today's society yeah dope um cool my froth or not is uh thelma plum just in general but more specifically she put out a new song called i'm not angry anymore like a few days ago and uh, a music video accompanying it with it which i i guess this is like a bit of a like shameless plug moment but i did get to help out on it um <laughs> very blessed very fortunate um and yeah, she's touring. I'm just, I'm just keen. 20, 2019 is the year of the Thelma, so, so keep an eye on that. <laughs> what kind of music do they do? Uh, she was originally like indie rock, but um, is very much moving into pop now. She, um, nice. she took like a five-year hiatus. I think her last album, her EP came out in like 2014, um, and then she released like one single last year. But uh, yeah, she, she's had a tough time, but she's, she's back on it, and she's uh, very, very happy. She's not angry anymore. Um, <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, check it out. It's good stuff. Good to support uh, queer, indigenous women in the Australian music scene. That's That's been Froth or Not, I guess. 
Um, we're going to throw to a song now, which we, we have been talking and praising throughout the show. It's Janelle Monet with I Got the Juice featuring Pharrell Williams. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sid Nation. That song you just heard was I Got the Juice by Janelle Monet from her amazing 2018 album, Dirty Computer. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much been the show this week. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone feeling? First show vibes? Good. Great. Grand. <laughs> I think it went well. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. I just wanted to say thank you to everyone for listening. I do tune in next week. We're going to be here at the same time. I did go to a uh, Pride today, uh, which you could probably tell by my delusioned tiredness. Um, it's I feel like it's pretty pretty obvious, but maybe that's my anxiety. Anyway, um, yeah, that that I am going to try and prepare something of a segment for that next week. I did no prep. I should probably have taken some photos. I did not. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> Um, yeah, just a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SinLoud. We have a Facebook group, which is the, uh, it's really long, hold on. Um, <laughs> the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria. And we are podcasting on Omni, iTunes, Stitcher, all that. Cool. Thanks again for listening. Um, this, we're going to throw to our final song now. This is For Your Love by Montaigne. Tune in to hear Loud and Queer streaming live on Sin Nation at sin.org.au. You can find more of our episodes on Omni, SoundCloud and iTunes. Our podcast music is by accident. You can find more of her music on Bandcamp. You can find us on Facebook in the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria and find us on Twitter at Sin Loud. <laughs>